This month's episode of Shoe Geeks is proudly sponsored by ASICS. Make your fastest runs even faster with the Cutting Edge Metaspeed Plus series. Featuring their lightest, most reactive FF Blast Turbo Cushioning and a full-length carbon plate, the Metaspeed Plus series is waiting to help you find your speed. Visit asics.com.au or your specialty running store to grab your pair today. I missed one meeting. Um, <laughs> it's the last meeting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it wasn't wasn't good. Um, yeah, I'm good. Good, enjoying uh, a bit of sun in Sydney for once. Um, yesterday was a really nice day, which was rare. And Julian over in uh, Geelong, how you going, mate? Or Torquay, wherever you are. Um, close enough. Yep, yeah. it's good. Still, it's no sun down here, but still nice to be running. Did more Ks this month. Did a couple of races. Tommy did more Ks and did some races. So maybe mm. a little more content this month. Tom ran. Uh, what you, run? you ran this was it like a downhill 11.9K event yesterday. Is that right? Uh, yeah. So it's um, supposed to be 11. It's probably just a touch over 11. But um, yeah, Sutherland yep. to surf. It's like yep. it's normally a good lead in race for City to surf. Um, yep. So it's just, yeah, Sutherland um, to Cronulla. And it, yeah, it is cool. it's a big net downhill everyone everyone runs pretty fast on that course because it's um mostly down there's a few little ups but they're like yeah. gradual and yeah it's quick quick course people, a lot of people claim their 10k going through 10k is their pb on that course which mm. is a bit <laughs> and considering this episode is sponsored uh well it's endorsed we got, we're going through the asics meta sky meta speed sky and edge range today and other asic shoes did you wear your asics yesterday tom yeah, I, I I did. I wore the edge. Fantastic. And Julie, you didn't get the edge, did you? No, we were given the option of picking yeah. edge or sky. Uh, and just based off last um, the last model, I really preferred the sky over the edge, the feel anyway. So I picked the sky this time around as well. Um, and then since I, since I made this selection, we got both models in store. Yeah. And I got to kind of try them on together, and I'm, I'm glad I picked the Sky. Yeah. Look, has there been much interest in them as well? I can see a bit of media um, has popped up with the, the better speed range. It definitely was after Gold Coast Marathon when they gave them, uh, gave a lot of the, like the elites were given a pair, basically, or they could, they could get a pair if they wanted um, for free. 
And so you saw them on a lot of feet up there and then they marketed pretty hard, like put ads on the, um, put ads on the broadcast, the stream. But from a retail perspective, I think we got five pairs of one model okay. and four pairs of the other. And, got it. and the sizing was all over the shop. So you had to be yeah. pretty lucky to actually find the right size. We are lucky to have them as well, but it was nice running through them. Uh, just, I've worn them about four times already now for different purposes. So I haven't worn the edge. Tommy, you've done both. Is that right? You've worn both? Yeah. Yeah. I only wore the sky once. I've worn the edge three times now. Well, tell us. Well, should, now. We, you've, you've, should we talk about back. it? Yeah. Yeah. See, well, can you tell us, Tommy, um, you've worn them both. Or I could start with you and you know the metrics pretty well. So I was looking forward to trying the Edge when I heard that it was quite different from version one because version one was, yeah, lower stack, more of a kind of a more minimal type super shoe. Um, but I kind of like the sound of a, a yeah, just a more, more foam. So uh, I, um, I got, the, got the Edge and I was lucky enough to get the Sky as well soon after from, from Jace from ASICS. Um, so I decided when I first got them, I decided to um, do a session where I'd, I'd wear both just because I was curious to to feel the difference. So run, I ran what I do, I did two, two by 10 minutes kind of it. Um, it was a tempo, probably like between like effort wise, it wasn't high effort. It was probably between half marathon and marathon effort. Um, and I did, I think the first, first 10 in sky, second 10 in edge. Um, and they're quite, they're, they're similar, but they're—I would say like they're not dramatically different. Um, the foam—it's the same foam, so you kind of get that same sort of density of material under your foot. But it's more to do with—you uh, can feel the slight difference in geometry and the slight difference in, in uh, the plate position. Um, so my perception was the sky felt um, like it—it it would suit maybe someone more forefoot dominant up on their forefoot, using all that forefoot cushion. Um, a bit more aggressive as well. Like it, it, it felt, you know, as, as you, you guys, you said, it felt like almost a negative drop. Like it, it doesn't feel like there's much under the heel. So um, it probably works better when you're up onto the forefoot. Um, yeah, that's, there you go. So that's it. So, so this is it's really interesting. This, like you mentioned through here, when you place the shoe on, I know it's got uh, the specs of 39 mil at the rear and 34 at the forefoot. Um, there's no way that, Aesthetically, it appears that way, but this is quite a, a high sidewall through here, um, through the midfoot, so it is a bit deceptive. But perceptually, or the geometry, when you place your foot in, it does not feel like it has a four mil or five mil pitch in it at all. Nah, mm. nah, it, it almost feels negative drop. If you're standing in it, it feels like you're rocking mm. back onto the heel because there's so much yep. like forefoot. Mm. Um, and and so. Compared to the Sky version one, the main difference that I felt was the plate. I could feel, I, I knew the tech specs going in was different in terms of the plate position, but I, I, I could yeah. definitely feel it. So the plate, instead of like most of the super shoes where the, the plate dips like a spoon into the forefoot closer to the ground, it mm. sits flatter and closer. Do you want to show on the, on the, the shoe mic? The plate yep. position, it kind of just follows that so line. Sits, yeah, it follows this line quite high up on the shoe, whereas the edge gets to around about maybe here and it starts dipping quite low to the base. So, but this one's quite high. And look, the concept of that was built on like, you know, having a higher pitch and a lower plate to try and spit the rocker further back on the edge to suit a person who had like a higher frequency of stride or higher cadence, whereas the sky was hypothetically designed to try and accommodate someone with a higher 
uh, length of stride or longer length of stride with less of a cadence attached to it. Now, I, I'm not sure whether that sits true or not. It definitely makes you, if you wear the sky, it makes you want to take a longer stride. And if you wear a cadence, it makes you want to take a higher cadence comparatively to each other would be my guess. But um, I'm well, not sure if it accommodates that. Tom, Tom ran in them. Do you feel like it changes how changes your gait, Tom? No. It doesn't change my gait or change the way I want to change my gait. Um, I don't think, I, I don't know, I don't think for like an experienced runner who's got their gait in tune and have got that movement pattern down pat, it's going to really, they're not going to want to change their gait and they're not, I don't know if it, yeah. I, I just was basically, I was interacting with it differently with the same gait, obviously. Mm. And uh, to me, and I, I don't know, I, I don't I don't know what I really label myself as. I'm not really extreme either way, I don't think. Mm. But um, I, uh, I, yeah, I just, I would, I would just gravitate towards the, the higher pitch and the, less stiffness as well the two things i found with it was yeah you know you have the lower drop but it's also stiffer so the, the combination of like that shoe not bending it didn't feel like it bent as much and it was lower drop it it, it did feel like it was more aggressive on the foot um did you I, find I it tough like, to get over that rocket did you find it tough to get yeah over that yeah on the sky yeah i had the same perception as you i think when you mentioned that i found like yeah, it was kind of like, I don't know, it was like this tripping point. It was like I was working a bit harder to get the rocket to, to actually do its thing. And it is a lot more aggressive than Sky V1 right at the tip in terms of the rocket. I just found that if I was at pace and I hit the shoe further down through here-ish, it worked really well. But if I hit it back here, I felt like I had to get up and over the, the Yeah, plate. definitely. Yeah. 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 Um, so as soon as I threw the edge on um, <clears throat> after wearing the Sky, it just felt like less less shoe on my foot. I was like less aware of the shoe, um, and so like when people ask me about what the, com the, the comparison, I, I kind of do compare it to like out, a little bit like Alpha Fly and Vapor Fly. The sky, I feel like the sky is a little bit more like the, the Alpha, and the Edge a bit more like the Vapor Fly. Um, mm. And the other thing which which I felt was like you actually feel at the foot level the plate, so it just didn't feel as soft and plush in the forefoot mm. in the sky because the plate is closer to the foot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're the main differences. Um, yeah. I enjoyed them both. Like they're both both great. Um, but I do you think there's a do you think there's a need for both? Do you reckon they as a like you know? I mean, obviously they don't feel dramatically different. Um, do you reckon they could have got away with with one, or do you think it's just a set, essentially trying to create two similar to the Alpha Fly? And the, I mean, the Alpha Fly and the Vapor Fly, I function in them very differently, at least perceptually. And my stride length is longer, um, and my and it's definitely definitely a slower cadence rate in those two shoes compared to Vaporfly and Alphafly. These, I'm looking forward to seeing the edge to see if there's a large influence or difference between the two. I wouldn't think so. Um, but, yeah, do you think there's a market for two? Uh, I mean, th there is. The issue is, I, I think there probably is, but the issue is, like, people figuring out which shoe is for them. I think that's the main issue. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's as simple as saying, okay, I, I, got, I got a long stride, I'm, I'm a Sky guy. Yeah, um, yeah. I think... I think there probably is a place for both depending on how that runner, what sort of things they're looking for out of the shoe. But, um, mm. the, yeah, uh, it's just tricky that just people need need to um, uh, try them on, I guess, and have just figuring out why they would use one over the other is the tricky part. That's that's a good point. I think, like, the marketing campaign, the brand, how to sell them from ASICs or who who's it suited to, it kind of forgets that people are different and people want like have different preferences and 
um, if everyone just bought a shoe on what worked on paper, then everyone would wear the Alpha Fly because it's got the most amount of economy benefit to it. But not everyone <laughs> likes running in certain shoes um, and and certain feels, and and we we all like different things. So I think the whole like, although they've done well trying to segment the shoes and polarize them into two different sort of gate pat gate patterns or two different types of runners which no other real no other companies really tried to do that i guess or at least call it out in their marketing um it doesn't really work in practice in my mind these two shoes feel the 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 plus series feel closer together i no doubt tom than what um the edge the original edge and the v1 sky yeah they were they were definitely quite different weren't they yeah yeah Mm. i never tried the, the first the first edge but from what I've heard, they're very different. Yeah. So the Sky Plus weighs about 205 grams. Um, so it's nice and lightweight. It's meant to have 39, 34. The plate being high is interesting. I remember doing uh, a longer workout for about 25 minutes in it. And um, look, I felt the plate more at the end of the workout than I did at the start of the workout. And like, you know how like your metatarsals sit like in a bit of a parabola, for example, mine sort of sit in a bit of a uh, a relatively concave parabola. So I felt like heating up under the second or third metatarsal in um, where the plates sat quite high. So for a long duration, I know I'll feel that after, you know, even more time as well. So w- when you're walking in, it feels quite stiff. When you hit the ground hard, it felt relatively responsive and cushioned. So, uh, so, so consequently, I found the, the sky to be much better running close to three minute K pace for my one K reps. And I did say running 320 pace. I felt like I sort of had to work hard to get over the rocket. The toe box is an upgrade, I think, in terms of um, just volume compared to the V1. It's got a better fit. And um, look, it's, it's just a pretty aggressive shoe I found. I think I'm not quite strong enough to wear that shoe for a long, long time frame. I think that's probably part of the puzzle. If I weighed a bit less and probably a little bit um, stronger in calves, I could wear the um the sky plus for a, like a half marathon plus but look i put a nine mil heel pitch in the shoe and it felt level when i was standing so it um it feels like it runs off a negative drop and um i'm looking forward to trying the edge more so for training the edge plus the thing that i really love i've done one workout in the shoe now it was a um what was it actually it was a threshold type run i think it was four by six minutes maybe um just my first sort of threshold run back and i loved how stable it was compared to other super shoes um it must be i'm not exactly sure but the platform underneath was is a little broader than others and the lockdown in the upper was as good as any super shoe that i've ever put on um i thought they've they've improved that dramatically since the first version it's like a quarter of a size longer little bit more flex in the upper so my foot doesn't get just like cramped like it did in v1 mm. um and i went like this where i do workouts i go around corners i run on dirt i'm on um corrugated roads and i, I haven't felt anything that stable from the yeah. super shoe range every other brand like when i when i go around corners i've got to slow down i feel like i'm quite like wonky mm. um whereas this i could turn corners aggressively and feel really safe so it's really stable it, isn't it yeah so if you've got races like with hairpin turns um or with patches where you're going through like tight corners um or even if you're doing a little bit of like a slight trail section to the race 
then I think this would be my choice out of the other super shoes. And I've, I've worn pretty much every one now. Um, and so this is right up there in terms of stability. And I loved how I could put all my force into the foam up front. And I think it was the, the, the plate being high, but I felt like I didn't compress the foam at all. Yeah, that's like, right. Yeah, a lot of the other shoes feel like you, I'm, I'm sort of bottoming out or I'm sinking one way or the other because of how soft the foam is. But I could put like I could just push through this foam and know that my foot was staying really stable and I was getting a great almost lever back. So I like I think I might have to use a heel wedge in it, like you guys. But I, I really like it. It's going to play a part in my rotation where a lot of other super shoes won't. Mm. Look, it's interesting that they went quite different. Like, I'm surprised they, they didn't make the one version shoe and nail it by having a, maybe a 30, a 34 forefoot, a 39 rear foot, and potentially the plate like the, that's currently in the Edge Plus. So I guess the V1 with the new flight flown turbo would be an upgrade from the previous um, Sky version, which you loved in your time. You, I mean, and we, we've seen other athletes, we've seen some examples where whether it's, you know, um, because they weren't, they hadn't worn the new shoe that Christian Blomfeld, the, the Iron Man for his breaking seven project or breaking eight project, I think it was. He wore, um, he wore the, uh, the, the version one, um, Sky. He was more economical when he's testing compared to, um, the Edge Plus and, and, uh, the Sky Plus. So whether that four foot foam, Tom, in the Edge, you, you, do you miss that extra few millimeters of four foot foam in the Edge Plus? Do you think that would be a, you know, an ideal scenario between the two shoes. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. Now, I, I need to wear maybe the version one again because I haven't killed that yet, but I kind of have this feeling that I'm the same as him and I, I might prefer the V1 over both the Sky Plus and the Edge Plus because it is kind of like a mix between them. Um, but all, all three, I think, are stable as, mm. as well. Like they're all... Um, Probably because the foam isn't marshmallow soft. It just, it just, um, it's stable in the front or playing side to side. You know, people that, yeah. that sort of pronate heavily or supinate heavy, heavily, it's kind of just balanced that out a bit and doesn't accentuate yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I reckon we nailed it, boys. What do we think? Happy with the shoe? Going to keep wearing it? You wore it for a race? That's a, I mean, if you're wearing a shoe for a race, it's got to be good. Yeah, it's, it's the only other shoe I'd probably wear apart from Vaporfly. From, yeah. From, yeah. From the shoes I've had, yeah. Because yeah. you haven't matured enough to appreciate the Alpha yet. No, I'm not. Um, yeah, I'm not uh, Not there. Not. Uh, I don't need, you know, I've still got enough um, enough uh, ability in my tendons and, uh, and body to use a, a real racing shoe. Well, you, re you require a bit more tendon ability wearing the new Metaspeed Sky Plus, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. What else have you been wearing, Tom? Just just quickly roll through a couple of training shoes. I wore I wore um, the Streak Fly. That was exciting. Mm. So Tell I us about it. For, I had it for like a couple of months, but um, mm. or I don't know whenever it came out. But um, uh, I because I'm coming back from this foot injury, and I've had like colds and whatever, lots of crap going on. I haven't been able to use it, so I finally got around to it last week. I did a, a Deeks quarters in it. So it's kind of like the, I haven't done that volume at, at that intensity for a while, like this year, and um, <laughs> I wore that shoe, and uh, it was it was fun. It was it was fun. Um, 
it was on, not, on the like, track. On the track. Yeah, on a track. Yeah, so I went down mm. to went down to a synthetic track and did it. Yeah. Um, it like so basically, I, I would not use that shoe for a five or ten k race. I, I still would use, which is what it's marketed for. I would still use a Vaporfly. Yeah. Um, although it's lighter, you, you don't mm. get the same pop. Um, you don't get that that four foot rocker feel, that that amazing pop that you get out of one of these higher stack ones. Um, but but it was a fun. It's going to be a fun training shoe. It was nice and light. It was soft. Um, it had a little bit of pop. But the issue with the the lack of propulsion, I think, was just from the the extreme flexibility of the sole. Mm. Um, so I think there's a would sweet you, would spot. Would you train in it? Would you train in it over the Street Six? I know you wore Street Six. Yeah, there. yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think it's more forgiving. I think it's it's yeah. kind of like a, a really it's a soft Street Six, or it's a or it's kind of like a, a new age Lunar Racer. Um, softer than obviously mm-hmm. than both. Um, some people might find it a little bit too mushy. Maybe not. Maybe yeah. maybe a bit like some people found the Peg Turbo a little bit um, not good for faster running because it was mm-hmm. not as no. I didn't find it that poppy. But yeah, I found it fine at pace. Um, but the flexibility, yeah, I, I do think there's like a sweet spot of flexibility for every person and every pace. And so. Running at that pace in a soft shoe with that much flexibility, I, I could actually feel my foot like working quite hard. And the next day, I had like bad foot doms. Like my feet were just my muscles in my feet were like really sore just from all the movement, and because they were just being used used more because their toes obviously bending back their full range of motion. Um, but like having said that, I know that a lot of people that have wore the New Balance Pacer, which is kind of like New Balance's version of a low-stack racer, they found that too stiff because there's apparently a carbon plate full length and some people are like, yeah, it's it's so stiff that it can only run really fast and otherwise it just feels a bit um, harsh. I don't know if you've worn it. You guys have worn that one, but... Bree has um, but a yeah, pair. So it's fine. It's, Bree's yeah. got a pair. She's, she loves them, actually. She, um, oh, okay. Yeah, she's... She loves those firm, responsive type flats, and um, did a workout on the tr- treadmill in them, and also on the oval. I think the Adidas had the Pro, not the Adios Pro, but they had the Pro, didn't they? That was the lower stack version. The plate was quite superficial. You could feel the shoe to be stiff without having a traditionally high midsole like a like the Pro. And I found putting that on doing strides was um, a very uh very stiff stiff shoe but not as much foam around either side of the plate so but if you're really lightweight maybe i don't know yeah it was definitely fun being in a light shoe Mm. i think some people could do like um yeah being lower stack like more cross country or or um yeah just courses where a bit more um uneven surfaces where you're not at risk Mm -hmm. of spraining your ankle in a high stack um what else yeah so that yeah that was fun um i'll use that more for sessions i'll use that for sessions maybe around white fence at centennial yeah when i get back to those at some point yeah and other than that just training shoes just um the kayano light three which has been been Tell good us about that, um yeah so kayano light is, yeah six um new, yeah that's it i think you spoke about it last week didn't you uh, i did month. briefly i hadn't truly worn it much yet like i well it's got the flat foam midsole quite firm um, the upper, the lacing system's gone. The Asics have sort of taken this little waffle type um, lacing system. The upper's yeah. really nice fit. Low, oh. large surface area on the base. It's really yeah. stable. Um, yeah. Look, it was firm. But, um, 
I think on the next shoe we talk about, which you've run into Tom as well, is quite polarizing to it from yeah. Essex as a training shoe. Um, yeah. But look, this is. Um, I don't. I don't actually it. find it that. I don't actually find it that firm. I reckon yeah. you just bottom it out. You just, <laughs> you just, you crush the foam till it bottoms out, and then it feels firm. Maybe. Yeah, the wow. forefoot felt firm to me within ten minutes of running in it. So. Yeah. 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 That's. I reckon that shoe to me probably has one of the best training uppers I've ever worn. Mm. I, I love the upper on that shoe. Yeah. Everything yeah. about it. It's it's a really, really nice upper. Um yeah. but yeah, the midsole, the, I don't know, like it's it's just I it's just not gonna be durable. Like it's um it's so soft that I I do think within it within a run, towards the end of the run, it does feel like it starts to bottom out a bit. Um and it's probably gonna stay compressed as that shoe wears after sort of three hundred K. So I think yeah. it's an I enjoy I've I've been enjoying that shoe, but I know that this, like with some recent other recent models, there may be some durability issues with that. So. Yeah, yeah. But look, if there's going to be durability issues, the shoe should be at least fun, in my opinion. And uh, yeah. you've worn this a few times, uh, Tom. But this, correct me if I'm wrong, Julian. This is a Nova Blast three. It gets released in uh, September-ish. Is that right? Uh, I'm not exactly sure, to be honest. Um, I heard the, the, the date of it. Yeah, don't know. Well, I'll just I'll talk some specs on this shoe. This is the Nova Blast Three. They um, it's about two hundred and fifty grams for a size nine. Um, it runs off. It's interesting. It runs. It's meant to be about thirty-one millimeters at the rear foot and twenty-three at the forefoot. But when you include the sock liner and the outsole, um, it's thirty-eight and uh, thirty mils. So an eight mil pitch. Um, the upper is really thin, lightweight upper, breathable. Um, but the flight, the magic in this shoe is the flight flown blast plus. Um, it's light, um, it's responsive. Um, it's compared to, I'd say the second version of the Nova Blast, it's probably around about maybe ten percent lighter. You reckon? Um, overall, I can't remember what the weight of the Nova Blast two was, but I thought the yeah, foam would bottom out. But I, I've taken it for up to seventy minutes so far, and it does not bottom out under the forefoot. Um, it's really responsive. Um, and it being lighter means you can just you can pick the pace up. I, I don't want to call it yet, but I reckon this will be one of the most versatile training shoes. It's definitely the most enjoyable ASICS training shoe I've ever worn, full stop. Um, and it's not surprisingly unstable. I thought that the second version became very stable compared to the first version because the midsoles in the first version had very much like large concavities at the rear foot. So you can compress it laterally immediately a lot more. This has the same geometry as the second version. And there's the, the side, the side walls through here, the midsole have all been filled in. So it feels relatively stable because the foam's a little bit more compliant than the second version. The stability probably sits between version one and version two. Um, but look, this is a really enjoyable shoe. And I've already worn it for, I think, maybe 60, 70 Ks on varying terrains. And, and yeah, like in terms of, I've had a love-hate relationship with some of the mileage shoes and ASICs um, for the long time. This I bottom out and I find firm, and this I find almost ideal. So just how I interact with this particular shoe on the ground is just so different. Mm. It's Good. yeah. Sounds I've only done good. I've only done one run in it, and it was good. very enjoyable. Very. Um, it's I, I I you know I love version one. Um, it was a little bit unstable, but it was light and poppy. Um, but this is taking it to the next level. Like it's, it's mm. just, it's, it's probably lighter than version one. It's at least as poppy, if not poppier. Um, 
and it's stable like it doesn't it feels yeah. pretty stable so they've just mm. they've got this awesome mix going on in that shoe like it's yeah it's fun i'm looking forward to doing more in that sh- in, in the Nova and look, you, you touched you touched on it as well didn't you you sort of said that you know per- perhaps this will have durability issues perhaps it's built for a good time not a long time but i would happily buy that shoe again after 200 kilometers already, yeah um and pay the full dollars for it because it is an amazing shoe so i think it was and it looks nice as well um, it, it's a well-designed shoe in terms of aesthetics. So you, you haven't worn the uh, the number three, have you, Julian? And I think the market doesn't come out till about September-ish either, which means uh, listeners will have to just be pending. Yeah. No, um, I don't get sent the shoes that you boys get sent, unfortunately. We've discussed this before. You two have a much bigger influence on selling shoes than I do. Um, so <laughs> the, the number, like the... The Nova Blast 3 wasn't ordered by the previous owners of the running company in Geelong, and so it look, looks like our store will miss out on them. Yeah. Um, I'm trying very hard to get some for the store, uh, but it, ASICs don't really order more stock than their store's orders, so there's no like backup stock or anything like that. And um, yeah, we, every every week I send an email to my ASICs man and say, have you found any yet? Because I really want them. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, so for us, it'll be like the previous. We'll see how we go. Um, I'm not sure when they land. It, everything's delayed right now. So even if there was an official yeah. date on it, it probably gets pushed out. This month's episode of Shoe Geeks is proudly sponsored by ASICs. Since their launch, Metaspeed shoes have helped elite runners win medals at international competitions, including gold medals at both men's and women's triathlon at the Tokyo 2020 Olympic Games. They've also helped achieve over 200 personal bests and counting. With more turbo, more propulsion and more traction, you are guaranteed more speed with the all-new Metaspeed Plus series. The Metaspeed Sky Plus has a carbon plate positioned higher and flatter in the midsole to deliver more propulsion for a stride type runner. The Metaspeed Edge Plus, however, has the plate positioned lower and more curved in the midsole and combines with the higher drop to give a cadence type runner a more efficient forward roll. Visit www.asics.com.au or your specialty running store to grab your pair today. So what have you been wearing, Julian? Yeah. I saw you've raced. You're back into running your marathon yeah. pace for at least six k's. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, felt harder than ma- – it wasn't marathon effort. might have been mm-hmm. marathon pace. Um, I've been wearing a heap of shoes. One of the most fun things about doing more mileage is you get to put more shoes on your feet. And I've been cycling through different workout shoes. I think um, in my time off, I – looked at all the super shoes I had lying around and thought, gee, I don't give many of these a run. Like I, I normally just go revert to Alpha Fly and do my workout in them. So I've done a workout in the Adidas Adios Pro 2 that I had sitting around. Um, what you think? Felt, like, felt pretty good. I mean, pretty snappy. Laterally unstable like you you feel, Nitta. Um, the foam feels pretty good. The, the fit's pretty good, but doesn't blow me away. Um, did a workout in the Metaspeed Sky, which I found had some really good qualities that the other shoes didn't have. So I'm going to use that more often. Um, I've in my jogging shoes, I've started to wear more shoe as the mileage has increased. So I've got away from the Ultra, the Zero Drop shoe, and um, 
and I've started to go a little bit bigger. So I've gone back to the Nike Invincible for a lot of easier days. And this shoe is just a delight to run in. Uh, it is incredibly nice under the forefoot when you're on a, when you're just cruising along. And most of my running is at very slow paces now. And it just, it's just a delight uh, that, there's enough stiffness in it where you do get like a, a bit of rocker and a bit of propulsion, um, but it's not aggressive or sort of unpleasant like some of the some of the the super rigid jogging shoes are. So the Invincible has been really fun. I've still been jogging in my On Cloud Monsters. They're um, holding up well so far. I've been jogging in this shoe, which is the New Balance Super Comp Trainer. Uh, this was, I mean, I, I couldn't see everyone else around me getting them and, and, and loving them without me getting a pair. So I grabbed a pair and I'd actually tried to do a workout in it the first time I got it, but it was just too much shoe. It was, it was a bit too thick. Um, it was a little bit too spongy, too unstable on the corners. But I've been loving doing some easy jogs in these. Uh, it takes it's funny, a Julian. You're showing pictures of your outsoles and, and me as well, showing a little bit of dirt on the outsole. I don't think I've ever seen Tom have dirt on any outsoles <laughs> living in Sydney ever. No, not when no, you pick out the concrete. You especially head to the concrete. I love concrete. <laughs> you can feel the, the yeah. shoes more. <laughs> but yeah, that's my lineup. Uh, we got some new stuff coming in the store lately. I might as well mention we got Glycerin 20, mm-hmm. Glycerin 20 GTS. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have what else has dropped in? The Hocker Mac 5 has been a really yeah. good shoe. Way mm. more cushioned, way more um, fun than the version 4. So yeah. that's been pretty nice. We've got the Bondi 8 has just dropped. Saw so that. that's a little different. Um, still pretty stiff? Yeah, it's still pretty stiff. It's it's going to have the same capacity to unload like the last one, but mm. the fit is different. It's tighter, it's shallower. Yeah. So you've got to be got careful it. there. Yeah. Uh, what else has dropped that's sort of new? The, well, the Invincible 2? Yeah, Invincible yeah. 2. Is that just an upper update? Just an upper update, yeah. So it's a little bit more accommodating. That's probably the main thing. Um, yeah. If you've got a little bit more of a broader foot, it seems to fit better. Uh, what was that? Did you say Invincible 2? Yeah, Invincible 2. Yeah. I had them both on and I ended up like picking the older version just to get it out of the store, but I, I, I didn't notice much difference, just a little bit looser in the second version. Did you get out for the long run this week, Julian? Oh, yeah, long run. So what shoes were out yesterday? Uh, we've got a pair of New Balance Moors. Um, yeah. New Balance Moors for someone with Achilles issues because it has the best heel cup in the, in the business for taking pressure off an Achilles. If you're ever... Um, if you ever like in have have pressure related issues with the Achilles, the more is great. Uh, what else is there? What else is on the long run? Got a pair of Vimeros. Um What was? But Vimero, the fifteen, the sixteen, the Nike Vimero sixteen. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, oh, let me think. You still got Heat Triumph out there? Heat the Triumphs running around. There was Maybe. a Triumph out there yesterday. One Triumph. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of this, the other shoe. Um, we on the trails? No, there was two. There was two Vimero 16s out there. Interesting. Wow. Mm. Yeah, don't see many of those floating about. Nah, 
No, I mean, yeah, I mean they're solid. Yeah. <laughs> He didn't get that, no. I don't think so. No, he <laughs> didn't get it. <laughs> it went over his head. because you don't run with anyone, Tom. Oh, yeah, no. I don't have any friends. <laughs> um, and then it's my week for the Hall of Fame. Sure. So I'll give that out now. So Do you want to have a guess? Just... you have a guess, Tom? What do you got? Oh, something weird. Um, <laughs> I don't know. What's he got? Um, it's not going to be the... Have we already got... Oh, you already said the Zoom Elite, didn't you? No, I don't know. What do you reckon? I give Vermeero twelve. Oh yeah. No, whoa, that no, not yet. Um, <laughs> it's the Saucony Triumph ISO two. So oh, yeah. it might seem a bit eclectic, but this shoe here, this was up there with like I'm just gonna dump him I'm gonna dump him in the in the in the group to have a look at now. Um, but this was up there with my favorite shoe of all time. It was one of the first neutral shoes that I ever wore without, uh, as I was transitioning across from always being a support shoe wearer. And I think it was one of the first neutral shoes that had aspects of stability to it. So it got stability from a geometry perspective and high stack. There you go. So knitter has got it up. So high stack as well. Like we weren't doing a lot of high stack back then um, outside of, of hocker look at that color code Julian. yeah no i like that color and the flex <laughs> grooves so underneath the flex like it was quite a flexible forefoot um with a with a more rigid heel yeah so you can see those lines so you can see the breakup between the back and the front like this was just a smart shoe and you could get a lot of k's in it it, it was also one of the first shoes to go broad platform mm. so like it was an innovator Without well, it, it doesn't get. It was about. a neutral with a wide surface area, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Mm. It was about 2014, I reckon. Okay. It also coincided with like when I started running mileage consistently, and so it's it's got a correlation with me getting finally fit or better at running. And, Look, I, I, I got to yeah. ask this because this whole Hall of Fame thing means that the, the population has to relate to the shoe. Tom, do you think this is like this, is this is a global Hall of Fame shoe? You reckon? <laughs> it's a very this should be this should just be in the list. This is just this Julian's really good experience with the shoe makes it to a list because he's had a good experience with it. <laughs> yeah, this is a nice, nice little personal one here. I don't know. I wonder how many people <laughs> would actually uh, remember running this shoe. That's good. Yeah. No. I like this. We sold this shoe so well. We had people coming back for years asking about it. Um, You've Nike fanboys, like you don't branch out enough. And this brand doesn't get enough credit for the innovations that it that it dishes out. So I'm giving it some love. Look, they've got some really good stuff coming out, as you would know, in the near future. So Coney, I'm excited for what's coming out for um for them. I mean, I reckon they've done really well with their pro, their endorphin endorphin range. That gets better by the looks of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, plenty more to talk about from that company. Should be next month. We see a lot of that stuff drop. Mm. Look, hopefully for the listeners, we get a, uh, a guest on next time. We won't give anything away. Um, I've emailed the guest. I think he seems pretty enthusiastic. So uh, we're just going to get the time zones correct uh, in relation to getting this person on. So yeah, that should be, be fun. point of difference. We haven't had a guest for a while. Um, but uh, I think uh, it seems the boy is now running more. Um, we can cover some good stuff anyway. 
we certainly, we, 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 we certainly talk about shoes a lot more often, like for longer when we've been <laughs> That's running. true. How long has this gone for? 37 minutes, not too long. So no. what do you got coming up, Tommy? Uh, not a lot, really. Um, I'm still tossing out whether I can um, get fit enough for Melbourne, um, but we'll see. Right. I would, I would Melbourne like to what? Melbourne Marathon. That's 11 weeks away, big fella. Yeah. You're pretty fit already, Tom. A steep ramp up, and now you've got the wife back as well, so she can. She's, you know, you've got less yeah. less duties at home, or I don't know, more duties at home. I don't know if that means more or less. More duties. So. Uh, yeah, that's true. Actually, I've probably got more duties now. She's back. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, uh, no, that's fine. I can do a quick eleven week ramp up, easy. What about you, Julian? You're going to run something in Melbourne, make the ten k. Uh, or nah, I'll just go up. I like watching Melbourne. It's a good day out on the on the side of the road, handing some drinks maybe, doing some cheers. I've got Bandura cross country this weekend, so back in spikes. Ouch. Yep. 10K. No, I I think it's okay. The ground's so soft. When the ground's so soft, you don't get those calf issues because it's just sick anyway. Dragonfly. Dragonfly, nice. Oh, I have some New Balance cross country spikes, those pink ones. I forget what they're called. But uh, I'll take both up. And yep. we'll just see which one feels cool. best. Well, think about the 10K. I'm going to run the 10K in Melbourne. We booked our flights already to visit a couple of friends. So I haven't run the Melbourne Festival before. I've seen it, but I've never run it. 10, 10K is no good, mate. No, no. But yeah, look, I can't run a half yet. I'm still too useless for the half marathon. Didn't they? Mm. For last year, there was like they were running on like little little footpaths and all yeah. sorts. Of, like, I saw that. Mm. No, maybe it's different. Hard. Yeah. Maybe it it's is, a good, it's a it good event. It's a good fest. It's a good. Uh, it is a good event, though. Good vibe. It's a good day. Now, we might better catch up for that one then, perhaps. Julian decides to race as well. Or you'll be there anyway. You'll have plenty. Of I'll be up there. Here, I'm always yeah. up there. You're always, always up there. Yeah. Love it up there. Yeah. Cheer, Tommy, right, as he comes past in first or second position. <laughs> Hopefully. I don't want to yeah. bet against Tommy. Seems pretty fit from that first race up. Isn't he honest. confident? Isn't yeah. he a little bit just smug sitting here eleven weeks out from now? <laughs> smug. I think it's I think it's a bit ridiculous, but I'm gonna try. Yeah. Well, might look, well. you might as well. You don't think you lose all that fitness that you had from last year. So mm. no, I'm old. Back. So I've got I've got a bank of aerobic conditioning in these in these blood vessels. So I'm just banking on on some quick sharp sessions, uh, getting me ready for something. Look at what do you think? Do you think Alpha Fly Two will be out before then? You reckon Julian? You think he'll be adjust? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll be in them. He won't we'll be. Love that big rear foot rocker on it. He'll be like, yeah, that's my shoe. Alpha Fly Two looks terrible. Hey Tom, <laughs> guess what I got in store late last week, Friday? Nike for, socks. For what? Nike oh, socks yes. in store. Nike socks. Mm. These new Nike socks are so good. So I got the, my first um, ten pairs. I got I got a, a fair few the other day maybe three months ago and um i can tell they're gonna last for like two years without a hole <laughs> the ones That's the ones i got true. from you the ones i got from you are like totally fine um look at these not, socks. not a sign not a later. sign of a hole hmm? these check these socks out i'm just gonna get my foot zara zara socks That's a oh my goodness present, right? That's what that's what i run you run in I'm those surprised. I'll run them then. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm surprised you don't have your um, under 18 athletes' faces on there. 
<laughs> yeah, that's true, actually. Who is hey, it, a national be, champion? Just because you've got no juniors that like running up with me. Any, any, any of our news juniors that are listening to this, they should definitely, like, they'll make his they'll make his year, they'll make his life just, just a Christmas present, their faces on, on a pair of socks that he can wear. He'd love that. Well, Do I need more running socks. <laughs> All right, guys. Actually, I'm socks. We're going to get over to watch the athletics on SBS. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. See ya. All right, guys. See you later. Special thanks to ASICS for sponsoring this month's episode of Shoe Geeks. With a shoe designed for both cadence and stride runners and featuring the latest in racing shoe technology, the MetaSpeed Plus series has you covered to ensure you find your speed no matter your running style. Visit asics.com.au to get your pair today.